Oh, yeah. Happy Comic Book Day, and thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet play-in. Welcome all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 27, Two Topics in 60 Minutes for the People. I am John Ruffneck Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. Do you get me? And I am your COO, your hybrid panda, the one, the only, the most electrifying podcaster wearing an AW t-shirt in all the multiverse, Charlie Boom Boom Rivera, my dear brother. Happy Work. comic book day, sir. Happy comic book day to you, Charlie. And uh, I do have to say that in this day and age... We're living in an era of constant uh, in influxes of, of, of information, right? We're, we're just being bombarded right and left. And I don't know about yourself, but I certainly keep my ear to the rail, whether it's because I want to chew your ear off, when I, I want to text up your day, or I want to bring it over here to the good folks at U.S. Comics Cast and discuss here I was just collating, tabulating, jotting down, making crib sheets the whole nine yards. There was one thing after another, and I was literally preparing my verbal assault on Stephen Dwarf or whatever the hell his dumb, dumb blade losing a fight to name has is, where he had the audacity to say that he felt bad for the good folks over at Black Widow, the good money-making marvels over there at that particular studio. I had, I was, I made up curses. <laughs> I was so incensed. I couldn't believe it. I was looking at his IMDb page. I was preparing insults for every entry, even for movies that I secretly liked, but wasn't willing to admit to because I was so angry. The audacity at this nobody to take a shot at a successful franchise, but then my brother. Uh-huh. My little baby boy gift at 10 years old. Mom said, I'm giving you the best gift, the one that you've asked for all of your life. Here is Charles Gilbert Rivera. Sucker. Come to cry it up all night in your room. Mm -hmm. Come to take all your favorite toys. Come to take the Christmas gift, the Macross Jet, with the fighter whose helmet came off, taking that away from you, Charlie, that Charlie, yes, that Charlie, that Charlie himself says, John, na 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 na, forget about all that, uh, all of the, the the heat that you're bringing. All leave the salt at the store where you picked it up. Instead, why don't you go ahead and watch this flick that's streaming right now on Amazon? The Tomorrow War. So I said, all right, Charlie, let me take my copious notes, preparing like I was uh, doing an, pulling an all-nighter, getting ready for the midterm, SATs wrapped up in one. I said, all right, Charlie, let's bloop, bloop, click it on. So for anyone who has sat through that rant, I apologize. 
and certainly anyone who has as, uh, as of yet not watched the Tomorrow War, I would advise you to go ahead and advi uh, advance this recording. Thank you for the spoiler warning, Charlie. P push ahead to about the 20, 25-minute mark, and you should be safe. Uh, but Charlie... In, in the in the ways of ancient Rome at the Colosseum, like we were wearing ivy leaves around <laughs> our heads. Let's go ahead and give a thumbs up, thumb down to our particular reception to Chris Pratt and Company's Tomorrow War, shall we? Thumbs up on three. Huh? One, two, three. <laughs> And now I'm, I'm uh, going to blame you for all the spit all over screen number one. I I have to first start here. Oh, you, down. you misinterpreted my text. Because my uh, text was, for our joint subject, uh, we should do the Tomorrow War. That's how you read it. You read it with like an up inflection. When really, I was about three minutes away about... I was about three minutes away from the end of the film, and I was what? full like this fucking. I'm not going to be the only oh, asshole to watch it. So what you a, were drinking now, the milk from the container out of the fridge, which is mistake number one because you are definitely allergic. Wild levels you're like, of allergic. Hey, John, drink this. Is it bad? Pretty not much. even if it's bad. Just drink this. And like a dumb dumb that I am. I took it and put it right to my bubbling lips and knocked it back. Oof, Magoo. So, so wait, 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 but I have to let me quantify one thing quickly before the tirade starts. I do think people should watch it. I well, just also clearly think... you want everybody to taste the gross rotten milk out of the fridge. What a I'll, and I swear I just want to make one comment, <laughs> then I'm gonna pass it right back to you. What a dumb, dumb, fucking dumb, dumb movie. Did I use up too many dumbs? Wow. You still let me tally up. Eh, you still have 42 left. Oh, I'm gonna use, use them during the course of the of the uh dumb mcdum dumb. There's a couple more. I'm gonna throw it you to know, you. You know what's funny too? I, I sat there and uh as it was happening, it, it almost like as um, it was happening to you, as they were forcing into your as eyeballs. Someone who has has uh walked away from multiple car accidents, none of which were my own fault. You know how they say, like you can, and I say, you can uh think back on it, and it's almost like it happens in slow motion. <laughs> yes, I I have a distinct thought of having particular uh, ideas come to my mind in comparisons and funny narratives and uh, thinking, well, that was a that was a pretty thorough thought process. At least a half an hour of this flick must have gone by. And it was like 32 seconds at most. At there, well, most. well, which because this is a rare occasion where a movie was also a trilogy, but also as well as zero well thought out narratives like so, it somehow was its own set of sequels but much like the tomorrow war was the laziest title you could come up with they went from tomorrow to yesterday and back again except everything you expect to happen happens but like dumb so so, so here's the here's worst my thing. it as and, and i'm just gonna put it out there just as a reminder anybody who listens or watches the show knows our policy it's not our job to say, oh, this was good or this was bad. Yeah, this you was ruined fantastic. your own fucking Friday night with a movie. 
Well, it's more so the case, you know us, you know our particular taste. Charlie and I happen to be on agreement. We did not like this movie. Now, now wait, wait, wait. I will say this after you go ahead and... Uh, I was going to say, say, let's preface it. What's a similar movie or movies hmm. that... So for me, it clearly is ripping off some bangers. If you want to just go a better version of this movie, Starship Troopers... Is this movie good? Uh, if you want to go much dumber, Time Cop is this movie Charlie, but good. I I sat there again that mental checklist, and I'm so so we're in we're we're right in the uh, in the heart of the Loki series right now. And yes. there's a lot of things happening, and um, you know people are. are Jumping to conclusions as nerds are wont to do. Yeah, with one episode included. left, I, I literally I'm like, what's well, I, Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny? I have exactly. the roadmap behind me. But that being said, with as much as happening narrative-wise, there's a lot of like little Easter eggy things peppered in. And it's a fun watch, even for that reason alone. Say, like, oh, I remember this. I get this reference. I remember you know, it's it's a deeper dive, right? It's for it's more for the for the for the geekier fans the more invested fans as opposed to the surface like i've heard of marvel sure yeah. um that's how i felt to a certain degree on the opposite side of the of the coin watching this i was like okay well that's that was taken from this and the, so so 100 percent. the thing that i walked away from above all else above the nonsensical plot above the lack of information about things that were probably important and we should have known, the having to rewind. Never do I stop a movie and rewind to pick up something that I may have missed. I was watching it with two dogs. They weren't having conversations with me, right? I didn't miss it for any reason. Um, they explained a very, very important plot point. It should have been. By like Conjecture? His... With conjecture, oh, with his I, buddy I, I, who I took a actual... fucking guess? quote was i think do you think chris pratt did you invent this goofy fucking time i i, I stand by my initial a uh, thought that like time travel flicks Unless or, or time, time travel, travel as a device is a fucking worse well it's like a river and you can only just no you could have done an entire movie don't please don't <laughs> About how the fuck during the course of a war when like everybody on earth is dying, also as well as you couldn't figure out how to make a better mousetrap to, to fucking uh to catch these clearly rip-off aliens. They were no cool instead you're like hey, I was just taking a shit in the woods and I think I invented time travel. You're ki you, you're kidding me. You know how um Back yeah. in the day, there'd be like the knockoff He-Man toys, but they were like wrestlers, and then they were like space scientists, Dude, the, and then they the were fucking, also as well as the like warlock and the wizard figure, like the same body style. Um, Charlie, I sat there when you're talking about look, we our the laws of U.S. comics, the the uh, the 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 sacraments, right, the, so to speak. There's two that were just shit all over, like after Thanksgiving shits. No time travel yes. and no derivatives. They were like, oh, is that your rules? Mm, yeah, here's your commandments right here, boys. So the derivative train didn't stop. It was an express train and it was less it was fucking less uh, um, enjoyable than the fucking train to Wuhan. So you have, uh, I don't know, you, you, you mentioned it yourself. Yeah. Fucking uh, 
absolutely there are clear moments purely lifted from starship troopers i mean directly fucking lifted <laughs> a there lot are of moments visuals. lifted from aliens there was uh, um with the fucking terminator and then the, the audacity of this writer had said, like well i never saw that you fucking liar stop lying you and not only did you see these movies you took notes like you are the you're the kid that handed in your fucking finals and you're like well, i didn't even read tom sawyer but my story is about a boy who doesn't want to face the face shut up you're lying my favorite is our wonderful comment section. We are live today, so please, please, please let us know. Oh, my God. Hot off the press is dropping the best line. The Carlos Mencia of movies. Ellis, you beautiful, beautiful man. Ellis. I, I love you endlessly. Ellis, wow, that's, that's just fantastic. T-shirt begging to be made. And Done. you <laughs> see all those profits because um, that was well earned sir. Our, our boys over on youtube chiming in uh we're making you want to see the movie uh just by virtue to see yeah, if it's paul. actually that bad yes yes but also all over on youtube here this is one of those movies that you tell like charlie you like taste this but you don't pull it charlie let them know you're like it is so fucking bad like in the construction well, i wanted content and maybe yeah. you and i would have had a difference of opinion for once here's here's something that's vital to me though there's this movie proves a couple things yes. it proves that super talented people sometimes work on shit because the sound design of the film i've never been more uh enthralled by like the sounds of the action scenes mm. were was a fucking symphony some of the design aspects of this movie i give you a borrowed, lot of credit like that you could tune out the doo-doo to like find the well, that's gold nuggets they were they were saying in the nothing the weirdest part and again i we do have the spoiler warning up so a couple things i do want to bring special attention to this liar mcliarson who like this is like his third script ever sold but the fact that he gets to do that job and i do my job makes me want to kill myself they literally play up this whole idea first of all you know how a good movie will sneak in like a little bit of message we talk about giving the medicine with the with the candy or it'll sure. like make a point this movie if it's mentioned in the first act it's paid off by the seventh act. And yes, I know normally shit's a three act structure, not in this trilogy of fucking two and a half hours of bullshit. Yeesh, Literally the guy's like, I wish I had purpose. He saves the world. The dumb little bitch is like, I like science. She's the best at science. The old man is like, I want to meet my granddaughter. He meets the fuck out of that granddaughter. There's no doubt about it that the, the fucking star, the walk away star of this movie is that old man's fucking muscles oh my he god is... jacked jay jonah jameson is gonna be the one to defeat spider-man he's gonna hold him over his head spider-man he's gonna him. he looks like he could fucking slap up venom and spawn that should have been the and end carnage that should have been the end of the last avengers is jay jonah jameson running in with avengers assemble tearing off his shirt and just dropping a fucking elbow like he's the people's champ the, the, the what i hate about this movie is when they rip off shit they don't rip it off enough so they have a chick alien because they refuse to call her the queen, queen although i only see fucking one it's like call the fucking queen 
It helps your story. Also, there's this fucking dumb MacGuffin that eats up an hour and 45 minutes of this fucking piece of shit movie where they're like, we got to get the special formula, 72%, 79%, 99%, but it's in one scene. So I'm like, just have the fucking first one work then if you're not going to do anything. Then guess the fuck what? Spoiler alert, they beat the aliens by killing the aliens. They didn't use the special shit at all. They, they just they shot they the used fuck it on like one. They used it on like one alien. Like, oopsie, I dropped it. I got to tell you this. Um, I have a theory. It's not mine, but I live by it. When someone tells you who they are, believe them. So this movie starts, and uh, we got a like fun little christmas scene and she's doing little like you know it's a wonderful life he haws i'm like you know this is cute and the and the little girl and we've got uh, uh what's her face we've got freaking uh, betty from from uh, glow is there and i'm like you know what maybe who's on to something and uh it quickly devolves first of all you 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 want me to believe a lot of things. I'm going to suspend my disbelief. Okay, so time travel can only occur from one raft to another raft on the river. All right, I'll let it go. I didn't hate sure. that idea. It's terrible, Charlie. That but that being said, Bill intended it. Time's that, always moving forward. That time moving forward is fine, but the fact that you can only jump from one point to another point. Well, and also John, that, it was oh, the we built, of the war. We, we <laughs> built it's like chewing gum and chicken wire. Tell me during a war where you're going to get chewing gum. And or chicken wire, they, you lying son of a they bitch. They should have just like just bitten the. They should have just stopped my criticism and just had Doc Brown in the future being like a Charlie was here, Marty. The second that the second that you asked me to believe that a, a little American child gives two rat shits about the fucking World Cup. You're lying to me. I, I don't believe anything now. Aliens could show up and say, knock, 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 knocking on the other side of the screen. Say, John, this is real. This is really going to happen. I wouldn't believe you. So that's A number one. Then you have B number two. The uh, uh, the, the people from the future, they come now. Not two, three people. Reasonable. Uh, so we, they basically fucking invaded the stadium. And then she starts speaking. She pulls a full bane. And starts talking to the stadium and the world. Charlie, where is her mic, man? Basically, she was like the, the first Avenger movies where they were like, oh, I'm going to hold my finger to my ear and now we can communicate. You motherfuckers, you got nothing in your ear. We can see. This is HD, bro. I can see into your ear canal, Chris. Stop lying. No, so the it's second super tidy, that though. they bullshitted me about like her being able to have a magnified fucking voice right then and there, you're fucking lying. So much of this movie made no earthly sense it's whatsoever. It's so dumb. The time paradox of like, well, we're only going to send people into the future if they were if they would have died before uh, the war start actually makes sense because you, in that in that scenario, Never, you're trying cop. to avoid a time paradox. Correct the time cop of it all. No mullets were harmed in the filming of this crappy movie. Um, but just the fact that they had the audacity to think this was going to be a theatrically released movie. Do you know how hard oh. people can throw cups? Like, especially if you get those, those big, heavy-duty cups with, like, the, the pictures of movies on it. Like, you could put some real uh, heft behind that and do some damage to the screen. What are you doing? I, I would have been, been absolutely 
absolutely yeah. furious. Anyone who says that this movie was intelligently designed, fucking fibber, and I don't respect them. You're an alien if you're saying that. Be you're saying that because you're like, if this is their defense when we ultimately take this joint over, we're we're in good shape. We're in you're good not, shape. You're not fucking lying. Bottom line, the reptilians are lying to us. And you know the the, the I, I don't respect liars. I don't respect being lied to because I suspect that secretly producing this piece of shit may have been George Lucas. Oh, well, there's one thing that he has in common, Charlie. What is that? George Lucas is a liar. He's a liar. Put him up, kids. Shot first. Salut. Salut. Oh, it got so warm. It got so warm. And angry. Drink it out of my Superman cup. This one's for Richard Donner. Rest in peace, sir. Rest in peace. Uh, if you're just joining us, welcome to the party, my boy Jose. Jose, Jose, Jose. Joining us for the first time over on YouTube. Jose, make sure you join in on the conversation. But to start Mark. that conversation, my dear brother, I'm going to yes. need you to start my time. Boop. Oh, yeah. We mentioned it a couple weeks ago, and I have to mention it again. How fucking excited are you for Masters of the Universe Revelations? Are you just ready to drink from that cup? Just I, 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 the more I see about it, they finally dropped the story trailer. We had that amazing trailer uh, set to... Frankly, a song that's now been I'm used nine times, but anyone who uses it, I'm, I'm like, yeah, let's the fucking song is the so on the noise. usage of that song since Footloose, quite frankly. I was going to say uh, uh, Short Circuit, but that movie, in hindsight, a little racist. Um, I, so I didn't, I didn't grow up with He-Man the ever. way that oh, you sorry, did, sorry. or ever, as you can tell by The Office. Um <laughs> My question to you is the art design. There's been a little bit of controversy already. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I know uh, a possible spoiler is little Prince Adam being a little B.I.H. before he has the power is something you used to talk about for absolutely uh, forever. Um, I inherited a lot of the toys from you. So for me, seeing like Battle Cat and, and just seeing all this... It's cr like little cringor just talking shit. I was like, they're fucking doing it. Because for me, cringor my... basically turned into beast from yes. X Men. He's like, rather oh. Adam, I believe that uh, her, the the angle of the dangle is perpetually uh, to the heat of the beat. Yeah, really, cringor? Uh, really? Uh, hearing again, the the voices are so iconic. But to hear Mark Hamill as Skeletor is one of those things that it's just different and just the same enough to just be glorious. Like, Luke Skywalker can voice anything he wants as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> no Quildor, at least in the Sorry. first season. Sorry, Ellis. Right out of the gate, though, there's a lot of people crying foul because there was a rumor that went around that He-Man wasn't really the star. And instead, his sister was going to show up and be like, I'm better than you. And you know it. Like, she was mother-sucking MJF. 
Not no, Sean, not She-Ra. Um, Tila, you're talking Tila. about. yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to just jump, ahead, jump in and, and interject a little something. For anyone who doesn't know, Tila is not just the daughter of Duncan, better known as Man-at-Arms. Uh, she's not just the uh, the fuzzy Britainist wearing chick in Eternia that you've ever heard. Like she was rocking fuzzy britches before, uh, <laughs> but, you know, before they even thought of covering up the hole in you know in uh, Schindler. Uh, Schindler's as I almost said. Wow, <laughs> those Whoa. are very different movies. Whoa. Um, but that being said, Tila single-handedly ushered me in. To the uh, to the the fun-filled era of uh, adolescence. I was and so afraid she, where that was she going. She took me the first few steps, and then granted, whom will always be referred to in my mind as Slave Leia, she took me all the way home, and she's like, "You know what? Tila was right. There's some good stuff over the bridge, little boy." Uh, Tila was like my first my first real crush as a kid. Um, but even back then in the, the original, uh, Tila didn't really take no shit. So if you, Kev came along, and, and again, I'm going to hand it right back to you, Charlie, because I, I know Snooch you want to walk in. Booch. Kev came in and said, you know what? We are going to copyright patent pending John and Charlie Rivera, U.S. Comics Test, reroute a little bit of the story. Because the fact of the matter is, if you just came out and said, oh, here is... Chapter two of your He-Man saga, He-Man versus Skeletor, to a very large degree, it's going to be a little bit ho-hum. You would really need to make such a massive change. Like Ella said, you wouldn't have needed a Quildor level event to be like, oh, this is different. So it's a continuation, absolutely. But shit has changed in your personal life, in narrative form, whatever the case might be. If there's never any changes then what are you doing? You're spinning your wheels. We already live in a world of magic and technology. You got a big damn castle where you're getting your mail, but also as well as your car flies and your cat <laughs> is like talking to you. Come on, are you wearing fuzzy underwear? Yeah, Shit, these... Something's got... The answers have to be given. These, these fuckers really do. When you talk about writers who go into the toy box, I mean, it's something that I think... Hmm. And again, it's it's eventually people will get to see what the U.S. comics universe is. But we really kind of took a He-Man approach of like, what do we like? I'm going to take a little bit of this. I'm going to take a UFO, but also as well as some caveman shit. Because what I love about uh, Revelation, I keep forgetting the name, but it's not He-Man and the Masters of the Universe Revelation. Right. It's Masters of the Universe. He yeah. is setting out to tell a He-Man story because He-Man is your lead. But you he's never the, had to call it. He's the center. Yeah, it wasn't like, and again, this one's maybe controversial because some people would probably say the joke should be Snake Eyes and the G.I. Joe. But really, it was like Duke and the G.I. Joe. Uh, the, the, you know, Optimus Prime and the Transformers or the Autobots. Uh, you know, there there's something to be said about your are, lead. Are you talking about the Cobra Commander show and the Decepticon <laughs> half hour? Yes, that's I'm sorry. how I refer to it. I'm sorry. The Decepticon half hour extravaganza. Yeah. That's my basically fault. whatever whatever side of the equation dressed better. I'm like, yeah, I'm rooting for those guys. <laughs> the cooler you whoever like has the like best ironing job. You're like, you're yeah. not for a pair Whoever of military. Whoever has the sharpest creases. Like, I get legitimately angry even now 
Storm Shadow doesn't take a loss, bro. Storm <laughs> Shadow was like the fucking original uh, Eddie Guerrero. He's like, whatever you got to do to win, bro. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, son. My favorite thing about Storm Shadow is I would like to imagine that if he did get blood on his white on white on white oh, ensemble, he would have a change of, of like clothing. There's... A lot of people don't know Storm Shadow actually invented the Tide Pen. He's like, fucking... <laughs> Snake eyes, you motherfucker. Uh, but to, to jump back into, into Masters uh, of the Universe, one thing I find very interesting is it's like a very hard path to walk because the, the faithful, He-Man and his toy line haven't left pop culture. They've left the center of pop culture, but they've always been there. We are now on the yeah, third. Yeah, they've been on or, the fringes. Sure. I think we're on the fourth go around with their figure line there's now like classics and then super class like they're back oh, in store shelves um well, with the dude, classic they're... designs because it's such an iconic toy well yeah they they so we we actually spoke about the the toy arc and like we we did a whole if not yeah episode a whole segment about he-man and kind of like how i came about but um, they were always toy centric. Like that was the the focus of it. Like it's a lot of it is real goofy stuff that doesn't hold up to adult sensibilities because they were just making dumb shit up on the fly. And also, as well as you want to talk about Star Wars having mixed canon lines, fucking He Man. They were like at first, oh, he comes out of the. He was basically Tarzan in the first little comics that uh were inserted with the toys like yeah he came out of the jungle and he's this and he's that i'm like he looks like the poster boy for the Aryan nation he came out of the jungle what jungle are you fucking talking about banana republic maybe <laughs> unbelievable he have a floby back then <clears throat> but that all being said a lot of stuff was was retconned and a lot of stuff was shaped up and skeletor went through one of the biggest uh you know evolutions that we saw right. and the toys similarly so we had our original toys from the 80s they were world beaters then they decided to take him like like fast and the furious they're like let's take him to space because he man's family so they they sent him to space he's got a laser sword and a shield and a ponytail nobody was having it <laughs> and uh then charlie comes along and gets me the dope i should have dug it out uh the dopest he-man classics figure which is worth like a hundred bones right now um so they basically the classics line was like fan 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 fueled and yeah, uh, they made everybody moss man and stinkor and fucking ninjack and two-headed douchebag and they made fucking everybody they even made the 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 giants which were uh where the original toyland died right before they came out they were coming out with like fucking be. This was the era of the USS flag, Charlie. Yeah, we're like yeah. kids' toys were literally taller than they were. I didn't even get the sentence out of my mouth come Christmas time. I was like, "Hey, mom and dad, can <laughs> no. I have the USS?" And they're like, "Ah, <laughs> we saw your grades, motherfucker. You'll be lucky if you get a fucking candy cane. Get out of here, Charlie's <laughs> crying. Go feed him." 
so and feed and feed me you did a whole italian bread <laughs> thus the fluffy brother what i think is crazy though is you brought up the evolution that he-man went through and i think this new series and again there's a lot of people who don't like the art design uh from our comment section tila looks like a dude she's one step crazy a five o'clock shadow come on man but like again i think some things have to change with the time and this being a big master universe pick your who's your favorite it doesn't just have to be he-man come aboard ladies come aboard or someone like me who generally speaking with pro wrestling as much as i love it and i love the young bucks and cody and kenny omega and hangman on page i'm really there for penelope ford chris statlander like you show me some girls throwing hands sure i'm now attentive for many reasons beyond just the sweet action but it had me think about the fact that this new he-man series yeah. is going to be accompanied by another he-man series that's a reboot well so this it's, is like a sequel series they're they're in they are in uh they're moving like time they're moving in the same direction but they're in different lanes so yeah. just to just to clarify it first and foremost um she-ra has a reboot going and, and it's, it's awesome like five years it's doing very very well there was no need to drag poor uh, she-ra into what's what's going on over in he-man land so I'm pretty confident that She-Ra is going to stay in her lane and continue whooping ass. Uh, she's they have brought her to an entirely new segment uh, of viewership, which is ultimately as a creator what you want to do because Absolutely. you can't keep on making stuff for geezers like me and and playing the member game because it's going to come down to like, well, that's different. I don't like it. Yeah. Or like, oh, that's so radically different. I've never looked at it that way. And you maybe rope in some lukewarm fans who weren't, you know, adamant yeah. and just waiting. I'm still waiting for my for my movie, uh, my well, live action adaptation. But, so we have She-Ra. Right. We she have Mass the Universe Revelations. Right. Then which is a continuation be, of the original series. Then there's going to be a new CGI reboot, reboot for the kids. Right. Yeah. And they're still working on the movie. We got He-Man on He-Man on He-Man on He-Man. And one of my hopes is, like, is that He-Man does the opposite of what so many movies have done in the past, which is they make a banger adaptation. If I was making the movie, I'd be like, which one of these do people seem to like the most? Let's do a version like that. Because, I, again, you know, Quildor... God bless him. He got a toy. Notwithstanding. Um, uh, you know, I, I also that am a goofy, uh, big eared motherfucker. You know, I don't think Friends did a great service of showing any people that weren't white. But yeah, sure, Monica can hang out with He Man, I guess, especially when he looks like Drago with that Look, beautiful cape. Monica didn't just hang out with He Man slash Drago. She hung out with the boss. Like she got around. Rachel was running around with leprechauns. <laughs> Monica's like, whatever, bro. Like, yeah. I, I got this on the rack. I'm gonna show up in half of a of a convertible in the only scene that Charlie gives a fuck about in that piece of shit movie that I secretly kind of love. Wor the worst part about that movie, as far as I'm concerned, is the fact that they were like, we're out of monies, so they were literally like, this page. <laughs> they were ripping pages out as they went, and poor uh, Frank Langella, I think. Yes. Is who, who crushes it as Skeletor. he like he pulled uh he pulled a whiplash himself he's like oh, oh. he got himself all jacked up and like well we're not gonna see any of that shit you're gonna be in robes he's like well i trained for the fight yeah that that's cut too that poor son of a bitch 
And 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 Ellis makes a very good point. He absolutely did kill it as Skeletor, the Skeletor, the cinematic Skeletor as written. Um, nobody, I'll be back. No, you weren't, but nobody, nobody fucking dropped heat like cartoon Skeletor. Cartoon Skeletor dropped fucking shade like RuPaul before RuPaul picked up her first lipstick. And and Skeletor didn't even have lips, so that's a real achievement. Fucking Skeletor was the saltiest son of a bitch that Eternia ever saw or will see again. To be fair... He started off looking like a blue version of you with flowing locks, and then at his goddamn acid that he tried to throw in his brother's face, Look, man, that thrown happened. back in his face. What, what are you gonna do? But that's a he, lesson to 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 learn, Charlie. You keep that in mind. So I I know I'm excited, but then it had me thinking about all these adaptations that were just fucking awesome, but in the other direction. So of course yeah. we have the live action He Man, which again it has its charms. But like, so does Superman 3. But for me, what I found really amazing is the ones that did it opposite. We had like, do you remember the animated RoboCop series? It was fucking amazing. Dumb. Why are you marketing RoboCop for children, you monsters? was the most uber violent, like, RoboCop for me cemented that idea that like well chapter one in your new hero story stop a rape (laughs) like if you stop a rape you've clearly established this guy's a hero doesn't make a difference if he's robo junk from the clavicle down uh and and then i proceeded as a child to see no fewer than 50 (laughs) would-be rapes being like uh being being stopped almost to the point like that's that Somebody always stops it, right? Right? Uh, hello? Is this thing on? No? Oh, people don't stop it. Oh, okay. Oh, Wouldn't well, that's it be up fucking, there. for the record... Bad script writing. For the record, let's edit all movies that depict that fucking horrible nonsense with RoboCop showing up and shooting their dicks. I That should be the new... He targeted. That's, that's going to be the, the Charlie cut. It's just going to be every fucking film is like, haha, honey, we're going to... Boop, 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 boop. Ratatat! Movie fucking over, baby. Movie over. Just, I wish that RoboCop, like, so like a circuit got like, so maybe he didn't become the original cop that he was before. Like, you can leave all that mushy stuff on the side. I would rather he go the opposite direction and go full Vietnam uh, buck. He just starts like wearing their, uh, their, their <laughs> shot off testicles around his neck, like on a necklace. Oh, he's smoking the reefer. He's going to fucking Saigon for like a cheap date and a couple of beers. Consent is necessary. Jingle, 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 testicles everywhere. How oh, much man. for the champagne room? Damn, Robocop. Credits. He's got a pimp Cadillac. It hits the fucking the rampart. Oh shit! That that was RoboCop. These are RoboCop's witches. Uh, just a fucking <laughs> sea of like, just a, just all his girls, working girls. He takes care of. <laughs> Did we just write the greatest RoboCop oh, sequel ever? I, I want to see. So. I just want to see his big cyborg ass wearing a like a fur coat and like like he looks like he's in a uh, Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat and like the big 
Iceberg Slim hat. Super. Here's here's what I want. We have a talented fan base. He's got the I, long, the the long fucking uh, the R two D two dagger that he's got. Just he's leaning on that with his hip swagger. You can tell by the way he does his walk. He's a RoboCop. Uh, here's what I want. We have very, very talented fans. I need someone with talent or without. I need <laughs> RoboCop dressed like a pimp with Superman flying over saying, damn, Jim, that's a bad outfit. That's what I need in my life. Someone make that art happen. So, so uh, <laughs> super fan Carolyn just dropped it. She, she uh, DM'd me. Um she couldn't include it in this uh, in in the show thread for whatever reason, but there is literally a what would Skeletor do book, <laughs> which, frankly, we need to own, uh, toot sweet, and uh, maybe if you guys are lucky and you're good fans, we'll do a live reading. I don't know. Just oh, that would be good. Thank you. That would be thank a you good for that special. Thank you drop in. That's uh, awesome. You so as as great as the idea of Robocop in Vietnam with balls hanging from his neck and assembling a stable of bitches. Uh as I've seen as, some shit creep. Uh, I feel like you would definitely hang out with Robo uh, with Rambo. percent who somehow also got a children's cartoon. Rambo and the Freedom Force. What in the fuck? Talk about we'll make money off of whatever we can because that's like G.I. Joe just for starring toys. a crazy that's, person. That's all the, 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 the entire thing. First of all, the Rambo cartoon was tourable, <laughs> as Charles would say. Hey, yo, you know, I got a Rambo, Rambo, Rambo. But it was derived off of not first blood because the fact of the matter is that first blood, one guy dies and it's an accident. In Rambo, audience members were killed like he kills everybody in rambo once the sequels start carrying that rambo tag much like the cartoon and subsequent toy line he is just dropping bodies right and left he's like the fucking plague uh over in europe it was unbelievable it was unbelievable so, so they i'm made gonna a toy out of that. and I'm the cartoon gonna, i'm gonna put you through a difficult game right now which I want you to tell me which was worse. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Was the cartoon adaptation of First Blood <laughs> worse Rambo. or better than the live action adaptation of G.I. Joe? G.I. Joe, Enter Cobra. What was it? It was like G.I. Joe, Joseph Gordon Levitt's going to have his worst performance ever, also, as well the as being a mask. The rise, rise of, of cobra. cobra. The only cobra that rose yeah. was fucking. I don't know. I was gonna make a dick joke, but I can't because that movie's that terrible. That movie's oh, the opposite that of sex so drugs. Bad, it killed Charlie's sense of humor. Um. No. Yeah. I. I. Again. I. I don't. I don't deal in good or bad. I deal in like. I liked it. Meh. I hated it. Very but simple I, system. I have. I just need you um, to rank them. Would you yeah, rather? No. I I disliked the live action GI Joe flick more than I didn't actually dislike the the Rambo cartoon. You're like I got but that's the because toys. I was a dumb kid. I was a dumb kid. I'm like, yeah, no, this this totally makes sense. Absolutely, sure. Do you know? And while we're at it, have him stop a rape because that makes him a hero. What the fuck? Children shouldn't be thinking about rape all the time, Hollywood. 
in the eighties. <laughs> Do you know that there was a Starship Trooper cartoon? Like a bunch of like they just kept trying to be like talk about people who don't get the point. Adapting like the Rambo sequels into a Freedom Force cartoon, I can kind of get into. But Starship they, Troopers is like mocking war films. Did they have the uh, um the the unisex shower playset for the toy uh, line that came I, out? If they, if they did, so, I'd have it behind me. Have you ever read any of the uh, the the books that inspired the movie? I read I read a couple. Uh, it I, is. That that is well. Funny enough, here's here's the super nerd in me coming out. So, the 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 nov not it's not a novelization. The book that inspired the movie First Blood, uh, is outstanding. Anyone who has not and his his uh Frank somebody or another the 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 author's name is Frank Stallone, right the, the most talented Stallone. <laughs> He's like I've been told by some veterans, and they say. Um, so the, the book that inspired First Blood, the movie, the script and, and subsequent movie, it bounced around Hollywood for like a decade. They couldn't get it made. Like every uh, a big uh, Hollywood like, oh, this is action. depressing as fuck. Well, it wasn't. Hard I pass. shouldn't say that. Leading men, Hollywood leading men were all attached to it. And then it just wouldn't get made until uh, coming off of that Rocky heat. They were like, let's give it to, to Stallone. And then they made subsequent changes. So in the in the in the book version, he dies. He and the sheriff and uh, like in, a good in, in ending. Essence, yeah, not to shit ending. on not to shit on Tomorrow War. The whole opening of that piece of shit movie was like my life is intended for something. Then twist, spoiler, fucking assholes. Like I'm dead in four years, and then like what happened? Like random accident. Like he should have killed himself. The fucking you set it up. Well, uh, and I hate to give credit for something that I just took a doo-doo on, but the fact that like some some folks, if they knew that they were gonna die, it was like then you could like you could you could scrooge something about it. You're like, I'll go buy a turkey and I'll start uh, buying Christmas presents. We're cool, we're cool, right? So like, if you had cancer, God forbid, uh, there's really nothing you can do. Whereas like he left his family, and subsequently he he left them so fast he got into a car accident. And died. So one might argue, unless you're making a whole like a uh, uh, final destination flick about it, you're like, if you don't leave your family and your wife is like one of the best wrestlers on glow, on glow, so she'll probably mess you up. But do you right? Stay, bro. Stay, and you won't die. Like, what better motivation is there to stay in a marriage than Death. if you leave, you will die. Uh, I know well, someone. I know Man a very. Up. I know a very handsome Puerto Rican who had the opposite. If he stayed, he would have died. Uh, I don't. He's not on the show or anything. Um, uh, also, it's not most of my high school and college years. Uh, <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, have a great week. My 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 question. I'm going to throw it because my time's about wrap, but I will throw it to the absolute comment section with their bangers i want to hear in the comment thread on facebook on youtube wherever you find it most convenient i want to know what movie adaptation you want to see a couple contenders um from a, from a, a cartoon great, or from in either direction a couple great examples we already have uh we have basic instinct the saturday morning cartoon 
Dynamite, and we also have RoboCop starring in the next season of Law and Order SVU. I already know mine. Can I throw mine out? Yes, just please. Just to give people a little something to think about. Yes, I'm please. choosing to go the other way because Charlie, in a, uh, as much as he uh, kept me grounded and uh, you know kept me awake, screaming through the night when I'm trying to sleep, I got damn Catholic school in the morning. Charlie don't care. Um, he also kept me watching those Disney cartoons far longer than I should have. So give me a live action, uh, live action adaptation and Disney. I know you're listening cause you're probably going to buy us. Please God. And you make live action adaptations out of damn everything nowadays. Give me a live action adaptation of gummy bears. Can you just imagine? And, and, uh, uh, you know, and, and our, our boy John can direct it because everything he touches turns to gold over there. Can you imagine, like, fully realized John Goodman-voiced big-ass bears, like, wearing half shirts, fully winning the pooing it? They're just, like, bouncing around. And it's also as well as, like, a medieval tale. So it's, like, Disney and, and gummy bears, but also <laughs> as well as Game of Thrones. Oh, and it's got the most fire theme song of any cartoon in all of the 80s and early 90s, gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. High adventure that's I, beyond compare. I'm they in are it. the gummy bears. I'm, I'm in as long as we can get Bad Mary to cover the theme oh. song to bring it to a new generation. We'll give them an original song in the body of the movie for sure. And then we'll have them cover the theme song over the, the end credits. credits. You know what? I know a few people. I'll make a call. Maybe we can get that Bad Mary uh, cover uh, of the Gummy Bears theme song uh, on an episode near you. I like it. I'll I see like what it. I could do. So for me, I feel like all things are best served when uh, someone else pays for it. And this show would be absolutely impossible with our kind and delightful sponsors. My dear brother, why don't you tell him the first sponsor of this week? Well, that's really simple. Right here on Facebook Gaming, we have the SGT Sergeant Finesse. Two streams a day. Outstanding gaming content. Supporter games, giveaways, contests. He's throwing out shirts right and left like they're on fire right now. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Throw him a like. A follow, consider becoming a supporter. If you need to pick me up, though, have a Sam Adams. No, that's not true. If you need to pick me up, go over to sneakenergy.com. Mm -mm -mm, tastes so good, and it keeps you hydrated. Mm -hmm. Use code SGT at checkout. If you're looking for some fresh new gear, like you were a Ghostbuster, and you need to keep it real, and also as well as Colt Cabana, also known as Cult Cabana, uh, go ahead and uh, check out uh, geeksunleashed.com. Use code SARGE at checkout there when the Sarge is on deck. You salute. And now that you have extra things to look at with your eyeballs, you can win stuff, you can enjoy those amazing streams. You need something for your ear holes, and you got two of them, sirs. And that's what Bad Mary Bad And ladies. And ladies. Uh, I was using like the, the genderless version. Um, Sir is not a genderless person. The way I use it, it is. Uh, same um. with fellas, my, my people. Uh, band Mary Band, one of my absolute <laughs> favorite bands. They're about to drop an 
absolutely spectacular cover of the Daria theme song. So you know they're a band that likes to party. Bad Mary Band on all social media platforms. You can support them financially by going to their website, badmaryband.com. Get yourself some swag. Get yourself some CDs. You can join their mailing list and you'll get some free stuff. I just did it today. It's freaking awesome. Follow them on social media. Support them. My favorite part is they are available on every single music streaming service. So you actually don't need to put money up front, but you should. So listen to some free tunes. Then join their Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band, where you can support them financially. A dollar, a nickel, $50. You can do it all. Bad Mary Band. Get them on nickels, bro. They're the truth. They'll take a ton of nickels. I have no doubt about it. (laughs) <laughs> Touche. So send me the nickels. I'll write them a check. Band Mary Band, please check them out. With all that said, my beautiful, beautiful people, my dear brother, are you ready for me to start your time? Yeah, may as well. Why not? Boop. Thank you. So, so you're welcome. Very polite of you. So, uh, like I had mentioned before. Uh, in, in this uh, in this day of like, do I go out now or do I stay still stay in? Do I wear a mask? Do I wear it on my face or is it like more like an elbow pad at this <laughs> point? What do I do? Like, just somebody come in, tell me what to do. I would just love it. Uh, ultimately, what I ended up doing with my free time is uh, I took a, a rather uh, like a refresher, deep dive into my backlog of comics. And uh, I came across a little tidbit that I had filed away uh, personally, but had not brought up. It hasn't really come up in conversation, which is rare because WandaVision was about as popular as, I don't know, the cure for what ails you. Uh, So I I gave a reread to the House of M. Ooh, so good. Now, so good. If you haven't read it, read The House of M. It is one of those game-changer type comics where, like, if you don't pick up comics on a weekly basis and you missed the events of House of M, whatever you read after the fact would make no earthly sense. And you're like, eh, I'll go read some Archies because nothing ever changes there. So anyone who did read it, spoiler alert, you would recall that Scarlet Witch, as powerful as she is, she went ahead and pulled the dirty trick, unlike mm, a ton of fucking mutants, and took away their powers. She literally was like, nah. Yeah, she was like, mm, no, nah, sorry, buddy. No Too many of you fucks. But also, as well as, she made Krakoa, um, if I, I think I'm pronouncing that properly. So Fuck the mutants I finally had like their homeland. Granted, you had a megalomaniacal type Fidel Castro-esque leader in uh, Magneto. But look, nothing's perfect. You don't want to pay income tax, you take what you get. So um, it it lit the fires. I'm like, let me go back and read, let me go back and read, let me go back and read. Now, one of the things personally that I hate more than anything else are the... I don't want to call them know-it-alls because I certainly fit into that category. <laughs> I the, was gonna say I Jordan? might know more than yous. Um, like the people that lean over during movies, like, all right, you know what? This is important. Hate those people. <clears throat> Especially when I catch myself doing it. I hate me. Most of those folks, when Scarlet Witch 
first appeared on the cinematic screen, certainly on the small screen when they only had their, their friends and family around them to annoy, to annoy. They felt very safe, like, that's Magneto's daughter. <laughs> Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, they're Magneto's kids. Uh-oh. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. No, they're not. Much like comic books always have, and real life, if you bother to stick your head up out of the ground and pay attention, they were considered once. They were thought to be Magneto's kids, but it was clearly established that they actually are not. They're not even mutants. So when the people were like, oh, well, if we're going to get them, they're now in Avengers, that means we're going to get mutants. Ultimately, that's how it turned out because uh, of the deal that you know the between Fox and Sony and and, and Disney Marvel. Yeah, we are going to have more. Uh, we are going to have mutants in our our larger cinematic experience, which is awesome. Yeah, awesome. but that's new. Fucking, that's not uh, that wasn't the plan. Well, it wasn't the plan, and also as well as like there were characters that were being like pulled and stretched. Poor Mister Fantastic. If it's a good thing that he was stretching ability uh, in addition to his intellect, because they were stretching on him like he was fucking Stretch Armstrong. So I reminded myself, I'm like, yeah, that's right. So much so, you ever think of something uh, and put it in, away in your back pocket? You're like, I just, I just know what it is. Like. I, I get it. Like I, I know that they're not mutants. So that type of rumbling, uh, that type of shit just like went right over my my head. I didn't pay much attention. Yeah. So I didn't even bother to correct people. I'm like, mm. but they're they're not. And the way that they did it was actually very clever. For again, for anyone who doesn't doesn't stay up on the comics, Scarlet Witch and all of her witchy goodness. Fucking Stevie Nicks could learn a thing or two. So she that's she had a, good, a little. That's a good joke. Thanks. So she had a little a spell, hey oh, where she like she she leaned into her more uh, baser instincts. Um, I'm not talking about underwears. She leaned into like that evil uh, that evil uh, devil on the shoulder, and uh, she said, "You know what? Fuck my family. I'm gonna cast a spell that only affects my family." And did it look like this? A little bit, a little bit. You just need a little goofy headgear. So she she cast like Hermione herself. She cra- cast the spell, and uh, poor Quicksilver was like, "Ooh, you got me, bitch! You got me." Uh, but Magneto and Magda, no effect. So you don't have to be on Law and Order <laughs> like uh, Ellis wants Robocop to be. Uh, you don't need that like gavel drop uh, in the middle of the scene. You like. If her magic is never fail, and her only affect my family magic fucked with Quicksilver, but did not affect Magneto, what does the math logic tree say to you? He's not her biological family. According to our tests, her Magneto father. is yeah. not the father. She pulled a full Mori, and he was like, not the father. Oh, shit. He's like high-fiving Charles Xavier, picking him up out of the chair, like wiggling around. His legs was like flopping around all over the place. Um, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So Magneto is not is not the father, but they had this like beautiful moment. Again, spoiler alert, because this is a more recent comic. Uh, and I was like, you know, I was I was reading through 
when I get caught up on a character, like that's what I like to do. Like, oh, also as well as let me read this. I will read every comic they've ever appeared. Everything, everything. So they they recently had uh kind of um like a like a hallmark moment between them. Literally, and, and Magneto has done dirt like like Doctor Doom is like, damn, dude, like if that's pretty fucked up. I love it. So he uh he has this moment in Krakoa. I'm gonna pronounce it. Uh, if I apologize, any mutants, feel free to correct me. Um, so, uh, so they having this like um, this event, and the name of it escapes me right now. But um, they have Krakoa Prom, and it, close. It was actually close. So, it literally, it was like along the lines of like, I really, you, even though you're not my biological daughter, I still love you. I'll still do anything for you. You can always come to me. And and they had a very dicey relationship because he's fucking Magneto. So he yeah. he does some, you know, not the best stuff all Magneto the time. Magneto doesn't, doesn't have healthy relationships. All. Yeah. There's a reason why he's got to wear that maroon helmet because, like, <laughs> people want to hit him with shit. So uh, they have this whole big moment and, like, it's real lovey-dovey and feels good. And then uh, all of a sudden people come into the room. She's lying there dead. Scarlet Witch is fucking dead. Wow. And Magneto is nowhere to be found. So this is leading us into the upcoming trial of Magneto, which I don't want to say they ripped us off, but we just had the trial of Spider-Man here not a few weeks ago. Uh, and I believe so he was found guilty. He certainly was not. He had the most attractive, best lawyer that could be had for no money and also were a very stylish uh, page boy I don't disagree that so, you were his lawyer. I just disagree that he wasn't found dirty, a dirty son of a bitch. So, so again, just to catch everybody up in the comics, and this is separate, so you don't have to worry about seeing it on the screen. Scarlet Witch is indeed dead, but we know Marvel Comics dead means nothing. Uh, but she is dead. Magneto they laugh is in the face of death. Literally, they're like, you're supposed to be stop laughing when you're lying on the floor. Just wait till we bury you at least, please. <laughs> So uh, the, everybody thinks Magneto did it. He's going to go on trial. That's where we are. So my question to you, Charlie, after that long, rambling introduction. I liked it. For me, that was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, shit. He's not her father? you got to be kidding me. I love throwing that tidbit out right and left, but now I'm a douche because it's not true. Uh, do you have any back pocket comic book moments like, M. Night Shyamalan, like, oh, shit. It's the plants, dude? The plants are trying to kill us? And you're not talking about Swamp Thing or Man Thing? One of uh, my one of yeah, my me, absolute please. favorites uh, of all time was actually Cable being Scott's son, which okay. I don't think was ever, like, a big reveal except to dumb me because we're in the 90s. I'm watching the cartoon. I'm like, yo, this Cyclops guy is the shit. His girlfriend's fly as hell. He has the sick, nicest leather jackets of all time. He got dope shades. And then someone was like, you know the guy way older than him? That's his son, dude. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Time travel like a motherfucker? That's one of my all-time uh, was, absolute was he favorites. from raft to raft and was the river moving and shut up yeah i don't i don't think so but that was that was a huge reveal for me um obviously with with daredevil the amount of times that they've pulled the bullshit where it's like guess who the nun is his mom 
is just every single time they do it, I'm like, where's my mic? I'm going to drop it because yeah. that shit is Like you're dope. just picking up people you, who you know named Mike and you're like, throwing them on the ground. Fucking shit. Uh, I, yeah, I agree with you completely. To How me, about those when... always felt like Vader revealing to Luke, be like, no, bitch, your dad's alive and kicking because bam, 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 me, bitch. That's a boogaloo, boogaloo, boo. Um, so, so when that when that dropped, you were like, "Oh, I like this character very much." Obviously, Cyclops is one of the best. Um, but also as well as KB, like, "Oh, you're big. You got a bunch of pouches and the metal arm. Oh shit, yeah. And that that gun is bigger than me. I'll root for you. Why not?" So their ultimate relation did it for you. How about when a character who you're Somewhat Luke about lukewarm, not Luke Skywalker. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like starts like growing on you. That's where I was. I'm like, all right, let me see what's what. Again, especially at that point, a lot of the Marvel comics had a lot of crossover because they built to year-ending events, especially as the year kind of progressed. And uh, I was still in a little bit of that hangover where I'm like. Let me check out what's going in my friendly neighborhood, Spider-Man world. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, Spider-Man was like, cool. Like he was... Uh, <laughs> like I, I dancing mean, to is, the street? This is not that cool. He was more like, if I was web-slinging, like, I could see myself. I hate to admit this out loud. I'm like, I could see myself going about my Spider-Man business this way. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you remember when you thought he died? Oh, this Spider-Man is actually Doc Ock. I'm like, mother fucker. Like, they caught me. That was my, like, pick up Mike, throw him on the floor moment. I did not see it coming. I love Doc Ock as Spider-Man, The worst about the superior Spider-Man, in my opinion, is the... He is the... That was the equivalent of, like, you're watching a documentary about a particular sports star or another... And they like ruin their fucking life with bad decisions. And you sit there thinking, if I had those God-given gifts, I would be, I'd be Tom Brady, right? I'd be, I'd be nonstop. I would leave my pregnant wife for a Victoria's Secret supermodel. I would make all the right decisions. Um, so you had that thought. And then here basically was the comic book equivalent of that. Poor, chubby, bowl cut, having four eyes, mechanical genius, notwithstanding, Doc Ock is like looking at Spider-Man like, if I could do that shit, I would be the best Spider-Man ever. And he was right. Superior Spider-Man was fire. And I'll put that altered costume up against any Spider-Man costume. I love the Superior Spider-Man costume. But to get back to my original point, I did not see it coming. Yeah, no, that's that's that. I mean, again, just pound for pound, it's fucking such a, a classic and good story. Uh, you can't help but but just be blown away by it. What about when it turned out like and again, I don't know if this necessarily fits into into what you were talking about directly. But what about Thanos pulling off the snap in the comic book or the movie? I was yeah. like, that shit's never gonna happen or when magneto turned out to be zorn which a bunch of people in hindsight were like yeah we all knew it be like fuck you knew it fuck you I knew it those are the people that are like 
I knew he was dead during Six Sense. Like, I really? Because you didn't say anything. I got to plug in my computer. You guys are going to see behind me. Keep talking. Charlie, Charlie's just a plug. He's a plugger. Plug knocking out of the machine. Look at that. Charlie, I hate to see you leave, but I love to watch <laughs> you go. I um, literally got the warning, and I was like, Que cosa? That was almost a panic. While I'm what dumb motherfucker out. knocked the plug? Oh, it was me. It yeah. was me. All right, cool. cool well, cool, I'm cool, talking cool. shit about Zorn, but Zorn was absolutely one. Obviously, for me, the 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 snap. But as far as those monumentous, really, what we're talking about is is kind of changes, which a lot of times. The payoff's not even the fun. It's the mystery. Like, I loved when Daredevil was behind bars one of the times because, motherfucker, it's a good thing Dude, he's a lawyer. Asshole talk gets about locked up like the time. a revolving door policy. No wonder why Hell's Kitchen in that version still sucks, but like now in Hell's Kitchen apartments are like $4,000 a month, like a studio. Daredevil really fucking did his job in real life. Unbelievable. Uh, you know what? The fact is fact. But one of the best things ever is when you see a character in jail. Again, for me, it's usually Daredevil because those books I'm addicted to. And then you just see another Daredevil running around. So it immediately, like, it's even dope that the laundry list can be so long. Is it Iron Fist? Is it Spider-Man? Uh, you know, most recently, Elektra took over the mantle. Now, that was a little bit less of a, of a surprise. Mm. I think that was like a two or three book uh, buildup. But I, I always think it's Electra. Anytime. Just, I was like, just, Red Hulk? That's Electra. Be like, they both wear red. It's so obvious. But, you know. He for, loves Greek food. <laughs> the writing's on the wall. Those those moments are, are just. I mean, even very recently, The Last Ronin with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Just for that buildup, you knew three turtles were dead. Yeah. Possibly you, four. Nobody, Waiting for that reveal was awesome. Nobody thought it was going to be Michelangelo. Because he sucks. Nobody. Anytime Michelangelo does anything dope, I'm like, that's secretly Raphael. Did he bleach his mask? Did he fuck up his laundry? Even Splinter was like, really? I didn't think you were related. I thought you were like a salamander. The ghost of Splinter was like, oh shit, for real though? For really real? No. No, that, that was too hard to believe for me. Um... Yeah, so so, you know, and and obviously DC. Like I know we focused a lot on the uh, Marvel books, but like, um, you know, back in the day, Barbara's uh, reveal as Oracle was like a oh. big deal. That was a big deal. People didn't people didn't see that shit coming. That and also was... as well as as a, as far as like a non participant, a lot physically. Oracle was was very, very important to the stories that were going on in that world. Well, what's amazing is to the day, Oracle, having Barbara, the creation of Oracle uh, on the other side of Killing Joke, that was one of those surprises and one of those new characters, especially when you compare it to a Zorn or when people borrow Daredevil's mantle, you know Matt's going to get it back, or even to a lesser extent, Spider-Man kind of fighting his way back. Uh, I want to see somebody take a Foggy's mantle. Yeah. Like, I got to go get coffee again? Son of a bitch. But uh, that's amazing, because uh, I feel like that's, that's kind of me. Uh, one thing that was crazy about Oracle was just the fact that to this day, as beloved as Barbara Gordon is, as beloved as Batgirl is, there are people who are still like, it's fucking bullshit she went away. 
Oracle was such an amazing, well-rounded and interesting character. And I would argue, regardless of the She's cool the best stories, guy in the van that there is, like as far as the trope is concerned, yeah, a well-rounded character that also has a history. That's that's like a that's a home run. There's just and again the fact that people still almost cry at the loss of it to the to the much less interesting like yeah she's she's like a batman type like that's the crime the crime is they took a character who couldn't exist without batman and created a character that very much could sit on her own she was in charge of teams she was in charge of operations she became a you just refer to oracle as sitting on her own you are an evil evil Petty little man. Just That's my terrible. That's my You're the bad. type of guy that you don't want to be a Batgirl with up on top of a roof in the night trying to get break up with. Just terrible. <laughs> what about, and, and I, I realize that this obviously goes back, but that first time that you're reading through Watchmen, oh. and, and most of us read Watchmen Collected, the fucking reveal that Osmandius is like the big bad, just like it, it makes you question life. It you really like, was just, it's such start a punch looking at in your dick. best friend better, you know, like, oh, what's this guy over here doing? Like, it made it, it made plants me suspicious seeds, of but, you for years, yeah, it, <laughs> but that's rightfully so. So, that was probably a positive because I was definitely taking your lunch money, definitely sneaking a Twinkie out of there. Um, yeah, but that was you just trying to help. Like homeboy doesn't yeah, need to know kill, kill my hunger. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I think it was also he was just say, such a dick about it. Like Ozzy was like, "Yes, clearly it was me, you dumb yeah. bastards." Like who was gonna do it? You? Yeah. And almost to the point where, like, you love the villains that are so self-assured that you question your own you know, rightness, right? Your own, like, you, like maybe, you know, maybe killing a few million people. Like, the, those are the best plans where you're like, I kind of get where I was, where I kind of get where Thanos was going with that. Yeah. But after, after a little while, you're sitting in the tub and you're washing your pitch, you're like, why couldn't you just snap your fucking fingers and, like, double the, the resources for the universe? Like, yeah. Wouldn't that have uh, accomplished the same thing? Just make two planets. What about what about double turns? What about a reveal that then is unrevealed? Like when Red Hood turned out to be Jason Todd, but then fucking wasn't Jason Todd, it was Clayface? That was fucking epic. And the fact that they yeah. undid it by then being like, but also Jason Todd's back, is like the shittiest triple turn ever. I love you didn't like that. When they were like it's Jason right. Todd, then they were like, right. nah, not Jason Todd, though. Well, under the Red Hood here's, broke my here's fucking the brain. The problem with certain comic lines, I find, and, and I could be wrong because I know I, it's like one of those things. Once you know how the sausage is made, it never tastes the same, so to speak. So the second that people started having vocal opinions, and that was right around like the birth of like, Okay, we hear you. The second that you asked who sh- should we kill this person or not, and then abided by it, then now all of a sudden your fans have a voice and an opinion, and it's important. 
So yeah. when they do things like with Red Hood and people start like, man, I think this or I think that, then now if you don't uh, heed it, you're you're a bad guy. You're, you're bad creators. You don't care about your fans. So I couldn't help but have that thought of like, well, was that always the original? It's clever. Don't get me wrong. Or like, it was it like, was Clayface secretly being uh, Jason Todd back from the dead, the spare tire, just in case we hit a pothole. But if we don't hit a pothole and it's clear sailing, we'll leave it as is. I don't know. I prefer now. Do me a favor, throw up a spoiler spoiler warning because yeah. this is big and a lot of people are new to the boys universe. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is good. But spoiler. I don't think the show's doing it, luckily. We don't know. We That's honestly true. we don't know that. If they're fucking doing the hero gasm, anything is on the table. That's so true. this is truly a spoiler warning. If you like the boys, don't listen. If you do want to be surprised. Yeah, just hit mute for like a minute. Fucking black noir. What? Being the Homelander's fucking clone is like truly was mind blowing to me. I literally did one of those I, like I reread it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, mm, let me make sure that I got this right. It is it is fucking genius. It's just one of those moves where the best drops, the best pick mic up the room across the room drops is when they hit you with it, and you're like, get the fuck out of here. And they force you to be like, I'll be the judge of that. And you walk over, and you get all your back issues, and you're like, mm, 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 and they basically make you reread, rewatch, re-listen, whatever, all of your source material, and just to look for, like, poke those little holes, like, and aha! But there are no ahas to be had, because that was always the idea. This is not Luke and Leia, brother and sister. It's my they were going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. It is Those my are favorite. the best. Those are the best. Now, I one uh, along the same lines. You can take it down. Yeah. Um, along the ah! same lines, one of my absolute heartbreaking ones is one that no one acknowledges really anymore. And I know the character has a very mixed fan base. Um, Swamp Thing, when they did the reveal. That Swamp Thing is not Alec Holland. That Swamp Thing isn't a guy at all. He's just a fucking plant who, like, thinks he was a guy. You talk about another one where I was like... Like what? What the fuck? That yeah. character has broken and rebroken my heart but 150 times, and it never... No one either just realizes how shocking that was yeah, or yeah. just not enough people have fucking read well, it. Well, that, that's the thing. People aren't as invested in that character as they should be. But that also frees up that character creatively to do all kinds of shit. So it's popularity. I'll tell you from experience. Popularity is a double-edged sword because when, you, when you're hitting home runs, you don't want to change your stance ever. You're like, I'm yeah. just going to... I'm as I'm as successful as I'll be doing things this way. So I'm not gonna change anything. But that's the fastest uh recipe for staleness. The fastest way that you can get out of that groove is to not change. Yeah. The second you stop changing, the second you stop growing, you start dying. And uh Swamp Thing for 
for the I know sad sad we're coming down it's the bottom of the beer you understand um the when you get to that point you're able it frees you up creatively that's the reason why Swamp Thing has so many fire yeah. fucking stories because and it's like you're playing with house money the guy rarely misses as yeah. far as stories go and again what's great is it's all low key it's deep cuts a lot of times <laughs> but if you have low it, key ha nice um also a character that you know i think is one loki proved he was one chance away from becoming so, a, a big i know deal. it's outside of the comic books but i will throw this one out um narratively the the american gods books and and sadly uh, we're not going to get the completion of the this iteration of american Gods series uh, maybe it's going to get picked up by a different network hopefully maybe they'll do uh, like they'll do like a, a deadwood type thing and they wrap it up with the movies type of thing for but ashley reyes said, alone it needs damn to straight back. so the character that was shadow's cellmate spelled l-o-w second word k-e-y as like yeah he's low-key at no point was the character of Loki ever referenced in the book. Now, this is a book where we have Odin, where we have Balder. Yeah. You're like, nobody said, well, and Thor is referenced because he got killed fucking during the uh, the big tree and shit. But nobody's like, well, I wonder where Loki is in all this. And then fucking Loki's Lysmith shows up at the end of, it should not have been one of those like, oh, I, I didn't see that coming. Ray Charles holding Stevie Wonder's hand should have seen that coming. John Rivera did not. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Loki. But no, my ultimate, like, Mike Dropper and um, it happened. I don't know why. It was one of those things where you're like, you should have, you should not have been surprised. But those are the fucking best. Night crawlers actual fucking father being a demon <laughs> was like You're like oh the is demon anybody, looking mutant is anybody else paying attention right now like how did it how did you not I got so caught up on well he's blue so yeah that makes perfect sense his mother is the blue chick running around with those yeah. girls on I get it but um, the fact that his fucking the, pops the, is like a straight up... He looks like a demon, obviously. Also, what a fucking crapshoot being a mutant is. Be like, what's your power? Optic blast. What's your power? I can fucking read mind. What's your power? I'm half frog. What's Ew. your power? Giant dick. <laughs> what's Mutants, your power? Huh? My dick is made of spaghetti. It sucks. This sucks for my dear brother, the CEO of U.S. Comics. I, of course, am your COO. If you haven't done so already, hit a like, drop a comment. It could even just be hello. Hit the share button. Help no, don't, move. Don't be hello. It could be hello. Say something. Hello. Is that's, it me you're looking at? Let us know what your biggest surprise was. Let us know what adaptation you want to see in cartoon form. We have some solid, solid contenders already. Again, 
Uh, me personally, Jose putting RoboCop in Law and Order SVU. That might be the winner of the day, but I don't know. Plenty of time to comment. Make sure you support our wonderful sponsors because they support us. We love supporting them. But you support us too. Hit that share. Hit that like. Do all that stuff. But my dear brother, there is only one way we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast. Why don't you tell beautiful people how that is? First, you got to... John popped his mic and hit mute. John unplugged his mic completely. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. Then you have to have the greatest producer of all time save your candy ass and hit him with the fucking Bad Mary goodness. Bad Mary, take us out.